Hey y'all, you are listening to another episode of The Spiritual Homegirl, where we discuss all things concerning self-development and bettering our spirit, but from the homie perspective, somebody that's going through the journey day by day, just like you. Hey y'all, it's your girl Maria, The Spiritual Homegirl. We are back with another episode of The Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. Now before we get started, y'all know I can't do any podcast episode without thanking you all for listening. So thank you for listening, boo-boo. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are out there in podcast land, you choosing to leave me your ears once a week for about an hour or so. And I hella appreciate that. So I want to prepare for Tijuana Fridays, which is where Tijuana Friday um, it's my first episode with him, prayerfully, one of many. But for those who don't know, I interviewed Tijuana Jackson yesterday, and that interview will go live on Friday. But I wanted to keep things light because that episode is about two hours long, two hours full of game and knowledge. And it was so entertaining and so much fun. I really enjoyed it. So I wanted to prepare y'all for Tijuana Friday, which is going to be a very long episode, but also a great way to cap off your week by um, doing some mini self-check episodes this week. At least that's how I'm feeling as of right now. I mean, it's only Tuesday. I mean, you know, but I wanted to make a note of something I learned this weekend. So before I get into that, let me go ahead and get my links out of the way. If you want to sign up for the Sun Sign Challenge, we are doing Aries season on Patreon. Tiers only start at $7 a month or 23 cents a day. If you want to harness that Sun Sign energy to better your life and boss up the Aries way, definitely sign up for the challenge at patreon.com forward slash spiritual homegirl, or you can click my show notes. All of these links I'm about to tell you are in my show notes. So if you miss it, don't trip. Just hit the episode details and I got you. But if you want to find me on Clubhouse, Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube, you can do so at Spiritual Homegirl. If you want to sign up for Tribe Letter, you can click my show notes or go to spiritualhomegirl.shop. If you want to sign up for Homegirl Text Club, you can text homegirl10 to 81493. Now, before I get into the episode for today, I'm letting y'all know I'm about to launch something very soon. Very soon. It is worth the value. I wouldn't sleep on this because I'm doing a very nice life skill price for what I'm offering. So I'm just giving you a heads up. If you're listening to this podcast, I am about to do something very soon. It's going to be for a very nice homegirl price because it is a life skill. So it's something that's going to help people navigate for the rest of their lives if they choose to receive it. But I wouldn't sleep because... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> once that once that thing launched, that's it, boo. Don't sleep. We taking off. But I just wanted to make y'all aware, just putting y'all on notice. But um, today's episode is about what I learned from pissing people off all weekend. So for those who don't know, um, on Instagram, I basically was talking about Stopping creep behavior seemingly all weekend. I mean, I did the episode two days, well, two, three days ago, the 27th. That was a Saturday. So it's like, you know, I did it on the weekend. Samuel Reynolds, he is a astrologer, professional astrologer. He really did a great Twitter thread talking about unwanted attention from men. I was so inspired to hear a man speak from this perspective that I did my own twist on it and was talking about how it was going to inspire. Oh, that's why. It technically was the entire weekend because I saw it on Friday. I posted about it Friday. I recorded it 
to go Saturday and then people was arguing about it Sunday. So they was mad. They was real mad. But as y'all know, if y'all been listening to this podcast, the episode ended up launching on Saturday. Cool. No problem, right? Oh, yeah, it was a problem. I had folks that never followed me a day in their life in my DMs. Hot. Mad. They were so hot. Um, they was they was DMing me. They was in the comments upset, going back and forth with so many different people. And I've never had such a back and forth like that on my page. I didn't know that people were that emotionally invested to the contrary of some of the stuff that I was saying. And I just thought it was interesting because sometimes you can get so much negativity at one time. And sometimes it'll cause you And when I say you, I mean we, because I'm never above my own advice, as y'all already know. But sometimes it'll cost us to reconsider our position or fold. So sometimes we might get bullied to where we might stand strong and firm in our position. And then we'll get bullied to where we might need to change our stance. But the gag is that didn't happen this weekend. Because the way I look at it is sometimes bullying can be for good. Prime example, Guess decided to act like Telfair. And, and actually, me and Tijuana talked about this too. And it was really ironic, the uh, perspective that he gave on capitalism. Um, but well, y'all are here on Friday. But I thought it was interesting because y'all know Telfair, the bag, uh, the bag line, the luxury uh, black designer, he had these bags. And y'all know the Telfair symbol, you know, with the, the T, the like looking T, E, C looking um, logo. It's a very distinct logo. And Guess, the corporation Guess, ended up doing their own version of the same type of bag. But instead of having Telfair's logo, obviously they had their own. The G with the um, circle around it. So it seems within maybe 24 to 36 hours, Guess ended up removing the bags because it was so much backlash. Not to mention, Guess was selling their bags about uh, eighty to fifty to eighty dollars cheaper than Telfair. So, a lot of us, because I also felt the way about this, I took it as they were, you know, being a larger corporation, more access to resources. They were making a play on a bag that was really popular within a certain demographic to maybe hopefully capitalize or maybe hook more people with the fact that they are able to produce more bags and have it cheaper. So if you couldn't get a tail prep, maybe you can get a guess because technically guess has been around longer and all this other stuff. So I thought that was kind of foul. Either way it goes, according to black Twitter, from what I saw, they stopped selling the bag. Um, and I thought that was interesting. So sometimes bullying can work for good. When you have a problematic type of mindset, sometimes bullying can be made for good because sometimes people will stand so firm in a problematic mindset. They don't take education well. Somebody will really go out their way and shoulder the labor and be like, oh, let me kindly help you here. And they don't want to hear it or they're still not receiving it. But when they constantly get told it's problematic, problematic, then it's like, oh, wait, how? So that can also be in terms of like racist type of ideals, I'm definitely down for the bullying to change your mindset. I just feel like when it comes to racist ideals, at this point, it's very common sense. It's either you think there's equality for all or you don't. And I think that the older we get and the more access to information we have, I don't really find it. Um, 
I don't really find an excuse anymore. Like there's so many resources that we can have out here to educate ourselves. So for me, I'm not really into the the let me shoulder this labor and educate you for hours. No, you need to go do your research. And I'm not in the business of, I'm not in the business of having patience at this point because the way this society is, it's a dire situation. And you're seeing that these things are happening not only in my community, but in many other communities um, as well, of different ethnicities. So it's really, um, for me, you know, if you're still having a problematic racist mindset in 2021, you absolutely deserve to be bullied. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, let's just call that what that is. Because at this point, it's so many injustices. Like, you really have to be super duper brainwashed, indoctrinated, or just turning a willful, ignorant, blind eye to what's going on. And at some point, there's no more excuses, no more passes. Um, you see the world um, has a lot of suffering when it comes to that. So to me, either you're going to willfully perpetuate the ignorance or you're going to willfully ignore it. And you're wrong in either way. So for me, sometimes bullying does help. So bullying those people to get them to get on the right side of history um, and to change their outdated ideals because they refuse to do it any other way on their own volition. I do think that that is necessary. I know that may not seem very spiritual, but the problem is spirituality and being a spiritual person. Sometimes people equate that with being a pushover. And I don't I don't agree with that. I think that people that are spiritual are very connected and very in tune with what's going on. with people and as well with what's around them that they may not be able to see and with people or things that may not speak their language. Take that how you want to take that. I don't think that it means that you have to. And I love I love how people kind of kick spirituality. They make it sound like you're not evolved enough if you let people disrespect you. You shouldn't speak up. If you're really spiritual, you'll let people disrespect you or you'll let them get over them. They're not they're not quite in their they're not, they're not in their walk yet. They're not, and that's very true. You cannot be in your walk, but that doesn't mean that I have to put up with that. It doesn't mean you get to put hands on me or or verbally disrespect me or take advantage of me or exploit me. That doesn't mean that because I'm spiritual, I'm just supposed to let you do this. No, I can tell if your person, if you're really tapped in, you can tell when a person hasn't gotten there yet. We've all been to a place where we have not gotten where we are now. We can say, okay, I can discern that. But at the same time, I'm going to set a boundary. People forget that you can still be spiritual and set boundaries with how your energy is being received and how you're taking energy from others. And that means you don't have to always take that. You don't have to take something that's negative to prove how spiritual you are. You don't have to subject yourself to toxicity to prove that you're spiritual. I think that's BS. I think that's a way to brainwash folks into being subservient to the needs of others to prove that there's some kind of spiritual ascension when in actuality that's just your ego trying to show people, at least in my personal opinion, it's the ego trying to show folks how much they really evolve at the cost of their own self-respect. But that's just me. Anyway, So going back to this weekend, I realized that people were really upset and folks was mad. And it was a couple of it was a couple of like hardcore, like three or four people that were just really like mad, mad. And then I had some other people that were mad. And I was just like, I don't know what the energy is going to do. Like, I mean, I'm not changing my stance. So, you know, I'm going to write this out. Like, I don't care. Like, you're not going to change what I said because of the fact that I said that creepy behavior is not cool. And like I said, with the whole discerning piece. 
a lot of folks came to me that was upset with projections over some stuff that has nothing to do with me. It was a personal trigger. It was something I said that might have triggered a feeling in them that has nothing to do with me or based on an event that has nothing to do with me. Maybe I was the girl that did not give dude the phone number in the eighth grade. Or maybe I was the girl that cheated on him in college. Or maybe I was the girl that dumped him for somebody else after he had spent some money. Maybe I was the girl that said, don't talk to me. When he said, damn, you looking good. Like maybe I was that girl in that moment for them, even though I wasn't physically there. They associated me with the feeling of whoever that woman was in those earlier moments. And they decided to project all of the energy onto me. That happens usually when you got something to say and it's opinionated, no matter who it is, no matter what it is. So I peeped game and I was like, all right, cool, but I'm not folding. Like y'all got to be twisted. So I wrote it out. And I know sometimes for people, they don't like conflict. But sometimes when it comes to standing firm in your beliefs, sometimes you have to stand strong even when people want you to fold. So that is today's lesson. Stand strong when people want you to fold because they want you to bow down your belief system, dumb down your belief system, water down your belief system, or abandon your belief system so that you can go with whatever they want to be more likable or more agreeable. And again, this goes to my people pleasers out there or my people pleasers in recovery. Being liked by everybody is not a requirement to be happy, okay? There's always going to be somebody that's going to disagree with you. There's going to always be somebody that doesn't like you. There's going to be somebody that's going to be bold enough to try to challenge you. But you got to remember to stay strong in where you stand. Grounding, centeredness, your beliefs, even if they're evolving. If these are the beliefs that serve you right now and they're not problematic, stand strong in those. Maybe in six months, a year, five years, they're going to change. But when you adopt those beliefs and you feel centered and grounded and rooted in those beliefs, stand strong in them because somebody's going to end up challenging those too. That's how it goes. Everybody in this world is not compatible, but we are connected because we all have things to go through and experience on this journey. So don't feel bad if people disagree with you. Going back to my episode about alignment, that just means that those people are not aligned. Now, I'm not saying that people have to agree with you 100% of the time because it's okay to have differences. But when it comes to problematic type of differences, that is where you still stand strong in your systems, stay strong to the core. Don't let nobody bully you into thinking otherwise, especially if the other opinion is problematic or cost at, it's at a cost of your own existence or self-respect. And, and stand firm in that. And also feel free to disengage because you don't have to put up with an argument or a meeting of the minds because a lot of people like to flex their intellectual muscles. They read like 10 books. They watch hella videos on YouTube. And not saying YouTube isn't informative, but there's a particular kind of person that likes to do this. They have their scholarly, um, their self-scholar um, type of label they place on themselves and they want to go around challenging everybody's beliefs because they need to get their ego stroked. Some people are like that. And some folks are going to challenge you just to see if you'll engage and just to see if they can win over you. Just remember, you don't have to engage with that. So, you know, and usually if somebody asks a line of questioning, you can always ask them, where's this line of questioning coming from? Where's the root? What's the end goal? And you can usually tell where somebody, oh, I just wanted to challenge. I didn't, I didn't request to be challenged on this. It is what it is. You can believe what you want. I can believe what I want. This ain't finna be no debate, especially not for free. <laughs> we're not shouldering projections in 2021. We are not shouldering projections for free. Now, if you're doing counseling work or something like that and you got clients, then yeah, you got to pay, you know, you're you getting paid to deal with that. So, you know, deal with it. But shouldering projections for free? Oh no, that's labor. 
that's free labor. We're not doing that. We're putting labor on making sure that we're in the best, healthiest, wholest, wellest place that we could possibly be in. Not sitting here dealing with somebody who need help, but going to sit there and project on you. No, we're not dealing with that. So that's all I want to say, y'all. Just make sure y'all stand solid and stay firm. So this has been another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. My name is Maria. And remember, don't forget Tijuana Fridays is going up. So if you have not actually subscribed to this podcast, I would not sleep at all. But as usual, I'll leave you with this. Trust the journey, trust yourself, and don't fold. Okay? Love y'all. Peace. This episode has been produced by producer extraordinaire Jason Trichodemics Valerio.